stuff. Welcome to episode 46 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. You found the show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. Today's episode is for the parents. I talk to the exploding unicorn himself, James Breakwell. You may know him from Twitter or Facebook. He captures parenting and all of the glory in comedic bursts that are just so unbelievably funny and capture the reality of what being a parent is like. I was so thankful to talk to James. Had a great conversation with him. Really fun to talk to him and hear what life is like for him and how he gets his inspiration for his comedy. Hope you enjoy the show. Talk to you at the end. Good stuff. Um, so welcome to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. James, how are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Also known as the Exploding Unicorn on Twitter. Um, how, did we, uh, how did we get that name? It's a throwback to high school. I did the logical thing and wrote a fake book of the Bible in some uh, spare time after a computer lit class. And uh, unicorns filled with hydrogen fill, uh, featured prominently and they, didn't, uh, they were kind of combustible. So <laughs> the saying stuck. Years later, I started a blog and I thought, hey, exploding unicorn, that's kind of a nice wholesome image. And it just kind of went from there. Yeah. I kind of regret it now, though. Definitely uh, in 2016, exploding unicorn definitely has a different connotation than when I thought of it in like 2002. <laughs> so how do you think the connotations changed? Oh, people are just they, they think it's a euphemism for something or another. It's not. I mean, I, I think I think a unicorn that explodes can stand on its own. I mean, that's a very vibrant image, but uh, yeah, clearly I'm in the minority there. No way. I think I'm with you. I think I'm totally with you. So th- the premise of your of your Twitter um, account is that you recount, um, I guess, instances, conversations, things that happen throughout the day. And uh, you, you and I are similar in that we have a lot of girls in our lives. I have two girls and a boy, seven, five, and three. But you went to the next level. Tell us a little bit about the, the family makeup. You got four girls, six, four, two, and 11 months, all girls. Uh, I'm pretty sure if I have 15 kids, they'll all be girls. That's just the way it's going to be at this point. There's no, there's no surprises there. And it, it's fun. So, you know, they, they keep you on your toes. And I think below a certain age, kids are kind of androgynous. So it doesn't really matter if they're boys or girls. You can get them to like zombies or Star Wars or princesses or whatever. But they definitely... Definitely are a lot more dresses in my house than I expected, a lot more Barbies. So slowly, I think I'm I'm losing influence as the, the princesses take over. Yeah, I guess as they get older, the princess takes over. I would show you my playroom that I'm in right now. There's like a corner that's like Star Wars and Legos, and then everything else is, in, is like a uh, just a giant mess of... <laughs> things for me to step on that are girl related it's, but you've it's, got the corner that's good you're I, doing it right you right, right. that corner yeah my son's got that corner locked in so <laughs> when did when you started uh the exploding unicorn twitter feed did you have any idea that it was going to get to where we're at now so like last i i just checked you're over six hundred thousand followers uh probably a bit more than that and did you have any idea it was going to get this huge I didn't think it was going to get that huge. I, I didn't view Twitter as its own end at first. I just wanted to uh, to get attention from my blog. My blog was getting like one or two views a day, and I thought there had to be a better way. So I hopped on Twitter to see if uh, if I could you know send some links and drive some traffic from there. And nobody clicked on those either. I was like, oh, I guess you have to say you have to send jokes. 
And so I started sending jokes in between the links. And after a while, I was just sending jokes and it kind of became its own thing. And pretty soon, you know, I was just doing Twitter and not really writing the articles for the blog at all. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's where the audience was. And, that, and that's the way things are going, too. I mean, I think if you look at anything long form, uh, the viewer numbers are going down. And anything that's short, you know, a meme or a tweet or whatever, the numbers are skyrocketing. Right. We have we have a t- short attention spans. And I've just kind of given into that. Right. So do you remember the... What was the first, you know, sort of family-related tweet that you sent? Can you can you track that backwards and like, oh, this is the one where you're like, oh my gosh, this might be like really funny. I, uh, you know, I didn't set out to be a to be like a family tweeter. I just kind of set out to write jokes about whatever. And over time, as kids took over my life, there were more and more family jokes. But those were definitely the ones that did better. Kind of the. Uh, you know, the, 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 the conversation format. And I, I should clarify up front. I mean, I, I'm a humor writer before anything else. So, I mean, these all, they all have a grain of truth in them, but they, uh, you know, some are completely real. Some are exaggerated. Some are made up. It's kind of runs the spectrum of comedy. Mm-hmm. I tell that to people sometimes, and it's like telling them there's no Santa Claus, you know, and every, everything on the internet isn't always true, but there's enough truth in it that I mean that it's still funny. Right. If I didn't have kids as kind of the seed to start it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't sound right. It wouldn't relate to anybody. You really have to have them around to kind of understand just how weird they talk and think and to kind of get your mind ruined like that to get in their mentality. <laughs> um, the first one I had that really took off from the kid, it was about, uh, we went out to a restaurant with like the weird lighting from every angle. It was when my oldest daughter was two and she uh, and she was throwing a fit at the table and we couldn't figure out why. And finally, we looked down. It was because she couldn't get rid of her shadow. And so... <laughs> And so I did a tweet about that. It it did okay on my Twitter feed, but then somebody took a screenshot of it and put it on their Facebook page, not my page, but their page, and it got like it got like half a million shares. Whoa! It was it was my first experience with going viral, and my first experience with going viral on somebody else's page and like getting nothing from it. So it was kind of a kind of a rude interruption to the way the internet worked. It took. It took years before I kind of like before I went viral like under my own name, you know, on uh-huh. my own medium. So that, uh-huh. that and that's just just this year kind of where we got to this point. Right. Wow, that's crazy. So I'm just looking at the last couple of days, um, and and all of it, you know, being a humor writer, I think helps you see some things that can be like very very intense, and it helps me, the dad, right, who is in the similar situation, right, so I'm looking from October 15th, just two days ago, my kid screams, help, help, when I brush her hair, I'm not worried about getting out the tangles, I'm worried about a neighbor calling the police, that oh. hits, that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every just, day, man, every day, <laughs> every day, every day, and it, it, maybe it's like, but, but like, I feel that, I feel that in my heart, and I'm so glad that someone put that out, so that I can, <laughs> I can be like, oh, thank goodness I'm not alone, do you get a lot of people coming to you with that kind of thing. Like, thank you for putting voice to what's actually going on for me. Yeah, I, I get that a lot. I get a lot of people saying, yes, this is what I go through every day. And I also get a lot of people who say you're doing it wrong. The the hair one, especially every time I write about the hair and I could write about the hair forever because they're always <laughs> going to have hair and they're always going to cry right. every time they everybody's like, well, get this special brush or use this special technique. Or my wife says, we'll start at the bottom or go slow. It doesn't matter. No, what it doesn't you, matter you, at can, all. you can have like a brush designed by NASA with like, you know, engineered <laughs> moving parts and stuff. And they are still going to scream and cry like I finally, my six-year-old started brushing her own hair. She still cries. It's like, uh-huh. you're, 
this to yourself. This doing, is not this. my fault. I am blameless here, but right. I definitely there's a lot of commiseration there, and that, I think that's why the account took off because we're we're all on the same boat. We just needed somebody to kind of summarize it in 140 characters, and I just kind of filled that niche. Right. Um, that's uh, that's really you know, it, it, yeah. The hair cutting, the hair brushing thing is uh, it's tremendously. Uh, tense around the house we have we have curly hair do you have curly hair in your house uh, we have i have one kid with wavy hair but for the most part it's all straight oh, so you don't, I, you, you don't do have, have that luckily yeah you don't even have the uh you don't even have the uh the curly um, so another one that really resonates is uh from october 12th are you going to finish your dinner tonight and your four-year-old says i promise i'll eat anything you give me and you say good you say but only if it's pizza you have one like that and then you have another one that's like similar similar setup and then the punchline is okay. Well, here's the food you didn't eat for lunch, and yeah. that one again. I'm like, oh, thank gosh. I'm glad you said that, and and it's so much funnier coming from you than like what's happening. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's one of the things with tweets. It's like you can sum up like three days of frustration in 140 characters, and people are like, oh man, your life must be so funny. It's like you know, yeah. I condensed 72 hours. Right. And the three lines is what I did here. Right. And if you look at those three lines, man, parenting sounds fun, but then you go through the three days of you know, my four-year-old, she just doesn't eat anything right now. I don't understand how she's still alive. Yeah. I've had people tell me, like, don't force your kid to eat. You're going to give her an eating disorder. It's like, if I don't force her to eat, she will die. Like, <laughs> yeah. <me> <laughs> this is a life or death issue. You are not understanding. Um, yeah. Not optional. Right. Not optional at all. Um, so so I, I guess I want to separate, like, the exploding unicorn from your other comedy writing and, and just your other work. And has, has being a parent – being a dad, father of four, has it changed the way that you write or the way that you're approaching things? It definitely, it probably made me a better dad by accident because I just, I have to keep going back to the source. So I pay way more attention to my kids than I did before, especially now that I've branched out. I mean, it, to make it now, you've got to be on every social media platform. You got to be on Instagram and Snapchat and Facebook and all those things. And people don't want to see my ugly face. They want to see my kids. So, I mean, I just have to, I have to pay more attention to them and get more involved in their life. You know, if they're doing something strange, you know, it's not like, well, that's annoying. I need to stay away. It's like, I need to be right here and see what they're doing right. and document this for posterity. So it's kind of, it's kind of changed my pri- my priorities there. Um, and, and, you know, it, I've gotten used to it. I like writing kids stuff. Eventually, I'm going to have to pivot. Again, I didn't set out to be a, you know, a kid writer. And eventually, my kids are going to grow up. I can't, you know, write four-year-old jokes when my kid is 22. So I have either that or I have to, I have to keep having kids. My wife isn't super on board with that plan. So, so I've, I've, I've got a groove right now, but I think I will have to adjust over time. Sure, sure. Um, so I guess another one, like for me, uh, I, I'm trying to do this podcast in addition to a full-time job. You're trying to be the best parent you can be. And I mean, I think I'm doing that too, I hope. But uh, <laughs> I, but like, you know, you have one more kid than I do. You're trying to do a lot of different things. It sounds like you've got a lot going on. So how do you make sure that you have the time? I mean, this is like parenting advice. Like I'm coming to you for help right now. Like how do you make sure you have the time? I, I don't have the time. <laughs> I, have, I have a full-time job, too, that I kind of squeeze in around all this stuff. I mean, even most of my jokes really aren't live. They're kind of based on stuff that happens in the morning or at night or, or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, I, I have to cram a 40-hour-a-week job in there, and then 
all the stuff that comes after. Like my busiest time is when I get home. Then I that's that's when I have to do everything else. Right. Uh, so I and the, you never get more hours in the day. And the thing with kids is, no matter how many you have, whether you have one or you have fifteen, they find a way to take up a hundred percent of your time. And this yeah. is just universally true. Somebody who has just one baby, you're like, why can't you get anything done? I have four kids. It's because the kids adjust. They they become worse and they take up they 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 take up everything. So there is no magic bullet. You know, there's never going to be a time where like a light shines down from the heavens and says, this is your time to do Twitter. This is your time to write. I mean, you've just got to kind of carve it out, you know, with your, you know, claw, claw that time away, use elbows if you have to. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, learn to type with a kid on your lap. That's probably the biggest skill. Yeah, that, that is a good skill. So, so you've blown up, right? The, the word, the word that we use is you've blown up. And <laughs> with, with that, hopefully comes like, opportunities so like what is there anything in the pipeline for you that you can share with uh with the, our audience here i've got a book deal that's uh it's not scheduled to come out for forever but i'm almost done with it uh only dead on the inside it's a parent's guide to the zombie apocalypse and i'm, I'm really excited <laughs> it's just a fun book right it's like they want you to do a tweet book or this book so i don't want to just do a book of tweets i want to write about zombies so uh -huh. i wrote a, a guide for what you know, because all these zombie guides out there, they're like, "What? What do you do? You know, like you're you like bear grills. You're the survivalist on your own, right? And it's like, how is that real life? That's not how we live. I mean, right. you're going through the zombie apocalypse, you're towing three or four kids, and it's not like they're gonna like go and kill a you know kill a squirrel and you're gonna eat it. I mean, they're just gonna sit there whining all the time that you don't have ice cream anymore. I mean, it's yeah. a a whole different, a whole different experience. So I came at it from that angle, and I incorporated my really terrible art for web comics. Like those are actually going to get published now, which oh. tickles me to death and probably is going to kill my book sales. But that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a milestone, and so I, I've uh, so I'm putting the finishing touches on that, and I'm hoping hoping that I hand it off to the publisher and they're like, this is just so perfect. We're just going to print it tomorrow and you don't have to wait. Yeah. But in reality, it's scheduled to, to print, I think in February of 2018. So it may be a bit of a wait. Oh, that's a little bit of a wait. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we get it moved up a little bit, but that, that is the biggest thing I have coming down. Yeah. The pipe. Do you, uh, do you watch the walking dead? I do watch the walking so dead. Like, I, I'm a, I'm a couple seasons behind. I kind of gave up. Uh, it, it just like, got a little bit much for me but um the baby, <laughs> the baby like all i can think about is like what are you gonna do with this baby like this baby's gotta eat this baby needs diapers baby's gonna cry at the worst possible time so i think that like you writing the guide like for people like me who are not in shape who you know, are, are not sheriffs who like don't know how to eat like don't know it's gonna be really helpful because obviously we're gonna need this stuff so um that's that's exciting we look forward to that um Anything else upcoming for you? I've uh, I've been selling a lot of ads here lately. All of a sudden, they all came through at once. You might see some of those popping up on my Twitter feed, but I try to make them funny. You know, they're kind of uh, lighthearted videos you can get into. So I've been doing a lot of video work lately, which is a whole new experience. It's not like um, dealing with, you know, trained actors, especially, you know, when the videos involve your kid, it's more like, you know, dealing with a wild animal. It's like, Hey, I need a 30 second clip of my kid doing something. And it might take you like two to three hours to get that, right, right. to get that. So that, that's been my challenge here lately, squeezing that in after work. But it's, it's, it's a whole new skill set. It justified to my wife, all the money I just dumped on this new phone. Cause it actually has a camera that you can see things. I've for four years, I had like the worst phone you could get, which is weird because I live my life off this phone. You know, the the video you look through it, it looks like you're watching a game of Pac-Man, like everything's all fixed. <laughs> so, so I've got a decent camera, so the video work should come out good. And then, um, 
just the usual stuff. You know, I'm on Snapchat now. That I'm pushing that pretty hard. I guess that's where the future is. And I'm have you yeah. have you got on Snapchat? I I've been on Snapchat. I do not understand Snapchat. It is the hardest thing to understand. It has like like you you hop on any other program. And it's like here's the tutorial. This is all stupidly obvious. And Snapchat is the opposite of that. Snapchat yeah. is the program that you only understand if you're your best friend who's 14 explained it to you. And if like you come in as an adult, right? Like, what is this? Like right. there's no buttons. You have to like push on people's faces to do things. So. So I'm starting to work on that some, and we'll see we'll see if that takes off or not. But I do like it; it's kind of fun. Yeah, I uh, I work with um, like some some twenty somethings, and they try to teach me Snapchat, and it's it's hopeless. I'm hopeless. So I'm glad you're having some luck <laughs> with it. Um, so there's Twitter, exploding unicorn. How else can we find you to to follow along with you? Uh, Snap on Snapchat, I'm James underscore Breakwell. On Instagram, I'm James underscore Breakwell. On Facebook, I'm Exploding Unicorn, and uh, if you just type that in, it'll come up. I'll come up under James Breakwell too. I just got my my blue check mark on Facebook the other day, so I'm excited about that. Wow! I and I, I got one on, on on Twitter a little while ago, and like it's, <laughs> I know had it built up in my head over the years. Like this is this grand it's thing. A, like yeah. the queen comes down and knights you. And <laughs> It's not like that at all. Like you just log in one day and the blue check marks there. And you're like, oh, okay. That was no kind of anticlimactic, but it's there. <laughs> no, no trumpets, no nothing. Just you log no, in and there you see it. No man. parade, yeah. Uh, we should change that. Yeah. I want my parade. You deserve a parade. Well, thanks for bringing some humor to uh, parents and people just around. I would say probably around the world. Uh, you're doing you're doing great stuff and helping to keep things light. So, James. Thank you so much for your time. I know it's late where you are, um, but you are you are doing the good stuff. Thanks again. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Take it easy. Big thank you to James for taking the time to talk to me. Really funny. Really love that. So fun. Hope everyone's having a great week. You can find everything that you need to know about the Good Stuff Kids podcast at www.goodstuffpod.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week. Good stuff.